Welcome to Whores Talk Horror. We're not really whores. We just like wordplay. Hello and welcome to Whores Talk Horror. I'm Sharon. And I'm Melinda. And this is part two of our interview with Mike. We're going to be discussing possession, Ouija boards, and of course, more ghost stories. Sounds scary. So here we go. We're going to move on to some creepy, creepy stuff now. That's what we do here. Okay. Um, I like it. This is the Nuggets section, as I call it. And that's for you Battlestar fans. And I'm not even going to bother explaining it because you'll know it if you're one. What's the best way, in your opinion, to protect yourself from anything that has like negative intent, both on the daily, but also if you're like working on a case or something like that? And as a follow up, specifically in terms of possession. I'd like to know your thoughts and expound upon that a little bit. The best defense is just don't believe in it. Really? Yeah, in my in my opinion. Because like that, you won't feel f- affected by it. Because the scary <laughs> movies are always like, just ignore it, just ignore it. But I feel like if you're playing the piano and something a plate exactly. comes flying at your head, that's hard to ignore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, exactly. And that's that's uh, that's that's my advice. If you don't believe in it, don't play with it. And then done. You know, You don't have to worry about it. Now... For others that have experienced something that they don't, uh, they don't know. Yeah. Um, be objective about it. You know, have proof. Have a, and it's it's not so much of just just only recording it, but you know, have other other scientific proof to it. You know, um, hey, it could have been the wind. Okay, put a smoke machine. Done. You know, and if it the smoke moves or the banner moves or whatever, there you go. You have some sort of actual scientific way of proving it to exist, and then. The, the thirdly is that if you're a true ghost believer, kind of SOL, yeah. <laughs> because in that case, whether it follows you or not, you're still gonna be thinking about it, you know, and it kind of brings it to you. Possessions is a is a a, a big issue, mm-hmm. um, uh, according to uh, Tatiana and uh, my other family members. I was possessed, and I do do I, tell. I uh, I, I do. Uh, uh, kind of remember it all, but it was uh, it was actually back in the Techni Towers area, and I came home one time, and Tatiana was there, and so it was uh, my mom, and they said that I came home, and I just walked in the door, like, just went, just past them, and didn't say hi or anything like that, and I think I went straight to the piano, yeah, I just went straight to the piano and started playing music, just... A particular piece or um kind of a classical waltzy type of music anything that you've ever played before um i don't remember i don't remember if it was uh, everything like that here's the thing about my uncle is that he's very gifted with any instrumental thing he can just pick it up and just play and not necessarily know how to even read music but just play. So the fact that he just came in and just started playing, he could play like anything. And being in the room or being close by, it was nothing you, Tatiana, recognized, right? Like the music he was playing. Honestly, he played a lot of music. He was he was in the orchestra. Yeah, he was in the orchestra. So he and he played he played a bunch of stuff. He played the violin, the viola, the flute, and the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, so. He was always playing music. I don't know what he was playing. I was okay. young. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, That's true. So, a little bit of background story about uh, the piano. Um, I started playing when I was three years old. 
according to my grandma and grandpa, you know. So what happened is that my uh, my mom said that uh, it was like it was in the past midnight or something like that. She left the radio on, uh, playing classic music, and so she went over to the living room. It was actually me, uh, three years old, playing classical music. And this is a true fact. Yeah, mind you, I've never played any musical instruments before that. So, whoa, 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 whoa. like and you, he's three years old and he doesn't know how to read music, okay? Or read, probably, really. Right. Yeah. Or talk. I said yeah. he was a genius. <laughs> All right. Were you in bed? Like, she said you... I was sleepwalking. Oh, okay, so you had gone and to that bed. That is very common in my mom's side of the family. My mom used to sleepwalk when she was pregnant with my sister. Ooh. My sister used to sleepwalk. So it's very common. But like as far as your mom knew, like you had been put to bed and mm-hmm. then she started here. Okay. Okay. And so she you know, obviously if you're a mother just walking into the living room to turn off the T V and all of a sudden you see your kid in a trance just playing the piano Creepy. in the middle of the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she kinda of freaked out. So so that's how it was. And then like I remember every morning when I wake up, I go ahead and play the piano and it was I would tell my mom, This is what I learned in my dream. Oh my god. And she'd be like, and it was like the same instructor all the time, every night, different types of, uh, different types of nights that I'd learn. And that's how I learned how to play the piano. What did the instructor look like? Uh, just an old man. Did he have a name? No. Mozart, Beethoven. I was like, right? Like, (laughs) yeah, totally. (laughs) So it goes, it goes back to that, that fact. Like I still sincerely believe that the house is haunted. You know, it, it had a huge influence on it when I was a kid growing up like that, you know. So um, I played a bunch of classical music uh, and the piano and all that stuff. And it was just uh, that, that day when I came back is, you know, like I told you, like they said I was possessed and all that stuff. I didn't hear them. I didn't. Okay. And according to Tatiana, they were, you know, yelling at me or something like that, trying to trying to get a response. And I, I didn't. So the back story to that was that he was gone the whole night. And this was at, so, just to clarify, yeah. this was at the, the same... Right. Uh, it was like a night that he had gone and done the whole like investigation at the towers. And my grandma hadn't heard from him. She didn't know where he was. She didn't know anything. So he comes in and it's already like daytime. The light of that, it's like midday. And he just barges in. And she's yelling at him, like, where were you? What was going on? And he is, like, oblivious to everything. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. And that time, I don't think I, I, I could even remember seeing the daylight when I was doing those investigations. So throughout that whole entire time that I was in the investigation to the time I got home, I don't remember anything. Right, I was going to say, which is super freaky. Yeah. So that was a that was a one time about the, the possession things. And going back to saying, like, and how would you protect uh, protect yourself from something like that? It's it's really it's a hit and miss, dude. I mean, either you get it or you're not. You know. How did you come out of that situation? Like, I don't really. What's the next thing you remember, if anything? Man, and then that time, I mean, I I just remember just playing the piano afterwards. Just and then eventually, did you come to as you were playing the piano with like your mom and Tatiana freaking out or? I guess I I can't. I, it's at some point I started acting normal again. Yeah, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you what happened because what I do remember is him looking at me and asking me what happened. And he's like, why is grandma yelling at me? And I was like, I I don't know. I don't think you came home last night. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's it. That's all I remember. Like, So did 
Did you drive home? Yeah. Theoretically, oh. probably, right? Yeah, I drove home. Yeah, well, like there. literally, he drove but home. But you don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it. But you don't remember. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember any of that stuff. I don't remember closing up the shop. Was oh. this at, so? Which night was this? Was this the night you saw the little girl, or no? It was a it was a regular night, a regular night at the right next to the exorcist room. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. A regular <laughs> night next to the exorcist room. Yeah, not not no important. But a I nickel for every time I heard that phrase. That I do recall him saying that he wasn't gonna go back there again. Really? Oh. Yeah. During the like fugue state, we'll call it. I guess. Do you remember if you went back after that? Um, I don't remember, but I remember I had a real freaky experience because uh, I think that was the time that I was just by myself. I didn't have anybody accompanying me at all. Oh shit! And yeah, that's and but I still went up there and oh, that's right. Because you mentioned had, a little girl, and I was gonna ask about that. I had a dream at that place too, uh, because uh, I kind of dozed off. It was the fifth floor, and yeah, we uh, I sat down, and I don't remember if it was that night or not, but I sat down in the hallway. And the fifth floor has like a bunch of Bibles that are about the size of like my arm. You know, they're big, you know, Bibles. They got a lot of uh, wormholes, you know, like the bookworms that are actually eating it. But uh, they were old ones, you know. And inside that room, they had a bunch of them. There was one on the pedestal on it. So, mind you, like I I told you earlier that like the fifth floor was actually held for like medical times. this is people with tuberculosis and uh, you know World War II type of era. Sure, those places are always super haunted. <laughs> yeah, so so the the West Wing they uh, or the, one of the wings they got rid of, but uh, the fifth floor is still there. And when I was over there, I fell asleep in the hallway. You know, I had everything looking down the hallway, and I fell asleep. Uh, one of the people that was there was a security guard that was uh, still working around there, and he happened to sit down there before uh, I was going to go ahead and walk around. And we were sitting there talking, and I just remember, like, right off the bat, sitting there talking to him. Don't remember exactly what it was, but then I'm trying to get his attention, and he's not responding to me. I'm like, hey, dude, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you. What do you think of whatever question I asked him? I'm like, dude, and he's still looking down. I think he's still talking, and to me, it looked like he was talking to himself. And then when... I asked him what's going on. I felt something hit my shoulder. <gasps> started pulling me. Oh. When I started fighting and I told him, hey, you know, what the hell was that? And I look, I'm being pulled down the hallway. I'm yelling at him and I see myself still. And, oh, like sitting there. Yeah. And I woke up right off the bat. Thank God. It was a dream. and But I didn't really pay attention when I fell asleep. And then right where that same room that I was telling you, I saw like a flash of light going down there. And that freaked me out big time. That was like the most realistic dream I ever had. And the flashing light, I don't know what it was, but there's no access to like street lights or anything like that. So, and it was coming out of that same room. So I'm like, all right, screw this. I'm done. I don't blame <laughs> yeah. you. Did you have another question about the little girl, Mindy? Well, we had just mentioned it earlier, and I just asked to expound mm-hmm. on that. Now no, I'm told the whole story completely. Well, we. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but now you're I'm just... drunk, Mindy. Go home. <laughs> I, I, my brain's fried because of what he just said, and I was listening, and now I'm like, "What? Oh my yeah. god, that was amazing." I mean, not that I—that's terrifying. I'm glad you didn't go back. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're fine now. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> but oh my gosh, um, I do have a question for you. Uh oh. I have more questions. Family question. Go ahead. 
Do you think that if you were to go back now, that the spirits that are there would remember you? Let's go, let's go, let's go right now. Oh my God. Um. I mean, like seriously, do we ever think about that? Because I don't think that spirits age. And do they remember everything like humans? Mm, that's, that is a good and, question. And for that, do they stay in like a timeline loop or what? And would they recognize you? Yeah. You so, know, like, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that to the professional over here? I know that the be- common belief is that like either if it's a residual haunting, which means mm. something violent happened in a place and that energy is stuck so it's sort of like a recording playing over they don't see you or know you're there but an intelligent haunting is interacting with you yeah it interacts with you so it would depend i think on what it sounds intelligent though wait can someone explain intelligent haunting so i don't watch those shows a dead person that died and actually like is not a recording playing over and over is like how we so sharon and i have a thing the first one of us to pass away is gonna haunt the other Which I hope I'm the first one because she's already scared the crap out of me since we were eight years old playing pranks. And she would make me crazy, I think, haunting me. (laughs) Um, But that would be like an intelligent haunting, like an actual spirit who's like interacting with you as opposed to just this like replay of this traumatic energy. Oh, okay. All right. Totally get it. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say it is intelligent. Um, Like for me, when I had uh, experienced other hauntings, like in Tombstone. Arizona. Ooh, that's okay. where I was at uh, when I was living uh, around Arizona. Do you have a story about that? Um, yeah, actually, I did. I was in uh, Birdcage Theater, and uh, in the uh, Birdcage Theater. Now, first off, I don't know if that's the original Birdcage Theater or not, but in uh, because I hear different stories about it, and I've never really researched if it was or not. But um, they got a bunch of uh, little museum uh, pieces inside there, going back into the dates of like, um, you know, when. Uh, the Wild Wild West was still going on. Right. And inside there, uh, there is a poker room downstairs. Walking down the birdcage theater, I heard the poker chips. Really? Going off, yeah. That is a residual haunting. You know, it's, it's they played pokers all the time. So, you know, that's it's one of those things that it's a repeating haunting, right? Now, one thing I know is that uh, the old radio speakers that they have over there goes off every so often. They're not connected to anything. But they go off. And one of the reasons why I know is that since it's right next to a military base, too, mm. there's one around there. There's a lot of uh, uh, electromagnetic wave radiation, like, you know, communication devices that go off around there. And sometimes if the induction wave of the radio is like around that frequency, it'll pick it up. Yeah. So, I mean, there's 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 explanations on right. to certain type of hauntings, which. OK, so I think this is a good place to ask this question. Do you believe in ghosts? Oh, <laughs> Good um, question. I do believe there's something. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You yeah. just gave us stories about seeing ghosts, <laughs> being possessed, seeing all sorts of crazy things, yeah. and now you're busting out with, uh, I I'm believe a in something. <laughs> you saw a ghost looking mm-hmm. straight at you, and you were wondering, I hope this is like a dream, or I hope it's real. I would have reacted the same way. It looked straight at you. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Tatiana, for summing up what the rest of that's us were thinking. That's my niece right there. <laughs> and the look she gave him when he said that was priceless. Classic. I have to yeah. say, I, I, I'm still okay. So yes, I do believe that there's something out there. Okay, I totally do believe that there is something out there. Um, is it exactly how people can predict it being? The only way you could you know determine that is after you die. I mean, that's yeah. that's really how uh, I view it. But 
I will say that if you one of the tricks that I did for seeing if that really is a ghost or not, mm-hmm. if you get something in the corner of your eye that you can't explain or something like that, if you want to make sure it's real or not, don't even blink. Just look at it. Because as soon as you blink, then your mind kind of resets. Okay, okay. Okay, so when you don't blink and you look at it, is it still there? Or does it go away? So how do you explain candles being like thrown off your piano and like that other stuff? <laughs> That's not a draft. No. Like, no. A, a, a wind did not come through your house. What I think that he's referring to is like if you think you saw a ghost or something paranormal. Oh, no, I know, but or I think he's acknowledging there's something mm-hmm. out there. That's how you explain that. But how do you explain just, like, things moving that should not be moving? Like, there's... Okay. You don't. That's a whole other... I mean, I think at that point, I think you either <laughs> say, okay, am I going crazy? Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. did that really... Did Which that happens. just really happen? Exactly. Now, there is a... There is an actual phenomenon that we use inside in the... Um, when you're you're talking about electromagnetic wave radiation, Spence could probably find it on a Spencerpedia. Uh, Spencerpedia. We like to call him Spencerpedia around here. But it's it's a electromagnetic wave radiation levitation. Whoa. Um, fractals. Okay. So what is that? It's actually when you drop a, a rock into a pond, right? You have those waves. The ripples. The ripples, exactly. And there's times that the if you drop two then those ripples interact with each other, right? So when those when that happens, there is a phenomenon that does happen in there that you can manipulate uh, physical matter with it. Now, I say it in a, in a matter of levitation, and, and I don't know if, you'll, if, uh, if Spence will find it on the computer, but it's, um, you could, there is an experiment where you could actually see um, a corkscrew just floating up in the air by changing the variant radio frequencies inside there. God, I okay. should have studied more in science class. <laughs> so inside there, you could definitely see that there's uh, where the waves kind of interact. You can manipulate the physical matter. Okay, But it's not any different, in my opinion, it's not any different than as if you were doing um, like radiation okay. on, a, on, a, on a cancer patient because they have to kill those cells and they don't touch you physically or all that stuff but they're using waves to do the same Makes thing sense. too right so yeah you I, if you want to say well is fractals moving things out in the air or you know is that causing a poltergeist no but that's the closest thing that we got into science that mm. could possibly explain it now to get any type of like technology to do that that's that's highly undoubtful so does that then tap into, so then the question comes up, are ghosts really ghosts or is it a different dimension? Or just energy. Or just energy. They're like a different dimension of reality. Right. That right? I've heard that theory in science fiction. Yeah. But I have always thought about. But in general. So like, let's say, let's say, oh, that uh, there's a coat rack that's moving in the room. Right, and it's moving. Is it moving because there's a spirit, or is it moving because of a different dimension, colliding, uh, colliding yeah. or whatever? You know what I mean. You so know. if something's being thrown. Is it because in a different reality <coughs> or different dimension, it was supposed to be somewhere else? Well, when I when I was doing research, actually, so after the interview I did with you and your mom, um, I did some research about shadow figures and did a follow up episode about that. And there was some 
speculation that shadow figures um, could be part of people who are astral projecting. Oh, right. From yes. different dimensions, yes. Or just in dreams or whatever. I, I don't mean to like go away from this conversation because it is fascinating. No, we love it. But I do have to uh, come back to the, the fact that I did ask Mike a question. <laughs> what was the question again? Okay, so the question was, do you think that if you were to go back to the towers, if those spirits would remember you? Because do spirits age? Do they remember? Do they do? Are they on a, a continuous loop? And knowing that we age here in this dimension, and our skin and everything ages, your soul, your being, being there, when you pass away, you're still that soul, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So would they know and recognize you if you were to go back? And would you go back? Very good. Okay. And so would you take us? Uh, yes, I would. I, I wouldn't go. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say I'd watch from the car. To tell the truth, I'm I'll very anxious. Awesome. I would love to join. If anybody invites me to go, I'd I'd love to join. I'd... I'm inviting you right now if you can get in. All right. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll go. That's it's awesome. What's your answer? Did you say that they would know us? I would say that. Would they okay. recognize you? I'll, I'll add another question to them. Do they follow you? Yes, that's a good question. And, Here's the other thing. There's a reason why. And I want to know. Okay, Sorry, now this 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 sounds kind of bad, but nowadays, like me used to being in special forces, uh, does a kill count make a difference? You know, do, do those spirits follow you? Mary Winchester thought so. Yes, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh, you know, just go uh, to take a look at uh, her house alone. I did last summer <laughs> yeah. actually. That's why I brought it. But um, that's the other thing that I, I, I'm I'm curious to figure out because now now that I know a lot more about the the, the influence of uh, electromagnetic wave radiation and influences to it, like you know how there's a lot of components that don't seem to to capture as well as it could, I uh, would definitely like to implement that stuff nowadays. But would they recognize you? I'd say yes. If they're intelligent, I think absolutely, absolutely. If they're they're intelligent, especially would they react if you were the the cause of their death? Oh boy! Or you see what I'm saying? Like, would it act even worse, or you know, something like that? Like, would how would the spirit interact? Do you feel that you're being haunted? That's exactly what I was because of everything that has happened because of your of your experience and stuff and like. Your, your career and what you have done in the past. And I totally agree with you as far as it being following you because that makes sense as far mm-hmm. as the being possessed type of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, you know, I, I agree with that 100%. However, why would they follow you? And have you been followed to your knowledge and what happened? And also, yeah. you don't have to answer this question because what you did in the military is your right. personal business. Right, yes, to the best <laughs> right. of your ability So your we ability don't, to you know, and it's, it's not like anything you did is... I understand if you do not want to talk about it. Yes, that thank is you, your Sharon. personal business. Well, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with... The, I mean, that goes for anyone. If you see someone in the hospital and you're you're seeing your grandmother passing away or something like that if they see you last would they follow you you know what i mean would they if they have unfinished business because for the most part it's said quote unquote that 
spirits stick around because of unfinished business, mm. right? So maybe there was something that they want to say to you or something like that or whatever. Or maybe there was, a, like, a murder, you know, or something, and there was a traumatic, you know, um, death. Would that spirit follow the person that killed them or something? I know that, like, horror movies and ghost shows tend to say the answer would be yes, but what would your opinion be realistically as much as you can say? My my opinion... Uh, Again, I'm not a. I don't consider myself a professional into it or anything like that. But in my opinion, I would say that yeah, they would follow you around. And reason is like, why not? Um, <laughs> you know what? How do we? How could we place any type of boundaries on what they can do or what they cannot do? Um, one person I, I definitely liked watching is uh, Michael McGee, and Michael McGee is a person that's haunted. Like the person himself is being haunted. And he has a bunch of YouTube, you know, for a long time he's been haunted and he has it recorded and all that stuff. And the, the great thing that I, I give him credit for is that that's not his profession. He doesn't make YouTube videos as his moneymaker. I mean, he has an actual job. He does all that stuff. But the spirit- I don't mean to interrupt you, but who is Michael McGee? Michael McGee is, uh, I believe he's from Britain, but he does have an accent. He's a guy that actually has not only ghosts that follow him, but the poltergeist activity that follows him. No matter after he moved out of a place and all that stuff, and while he was going to college and all that stuff, and his dorm and all that stuff, he keeps on getting a lot of uh, ghost activities around him that follow him all over the place. And the thing is, the cool part of it is that he has some a little bit film uh, background from uh, college. Okay. So he can present to you all the stuff like and debunk things and all that stuff yeah he does tell a ghost to move something and it moves <gasps> so that's how i'm saying like he is pretty damn good at uh at this because then he's able to communicate with this ghost that follows him and there's one that's really bad and there's one that's not i was gonna say i don't know that i'd want to communicate I, I thought you're not supposed to engage like but if you're sol if they're always following you <laughs> wait a minute but would you not want to engage with your loved one that has passed away that yes. Another no. question I had. <laughs> <laughs> no. But also, he has a film background. Are you sure this is not being manipulated? And that's through... a good. That's a good point. Yep. And I couldn't say like, because he he started um, recording even before he started going to film. So and, and it's not like film. It's not film like you know background like that. He did lighting. That was his degree is in lighting. I think I would need to see him do this in person. Does he is he ever in a room with someone else where he's asked? King goes to do stuff. Or? He's, yeah, he's he's done it with people and like I would need to go visit. Yeah, I maybe, we're gonna go to that YouTube page and maybe even email. Him yeah, if we can. and maybe we should reach out to him. Maybe we should take a trip to go see him yeah. and and have him do the stuff. And like I, I am very much a skeptic. Right. I I do believe, but I do not believe everything I hear. I do not believe everyone that claims to have seen a ghost or communicate with ghosts. Thank so, you. I don't either. Yeah. yeah but it, honestly, it's it's kind of the, considering the fact that you used to do paranormal investigation, mm-hmm. and to me, uh, it's more important that you know so much. You have so much professional knowledge on yeah. like the real well, like equipment, I said, like yeah. the real. Yeah. Stuff. But you're still a skeptic, which is kind of blows my mind because I no, didn't expect no, you to but say I, that. You gotta, you gotta understand. Like, <laughs> am I a skeptic? I. I am a skeptic into a point where that has to be modified. That has to be like, uh-huh. you know, you know, doctored no or something way. like that. There's no way. But there's other ones that are quite unexplainable that I'm just like, okay, there's something fucked up. So, but I'm talking about your personal. Personal, your personal, I do say that there is. 
but I'm still, I, I still, I am negative towards it until it's. And that's what kind of blows, my, blows my you, mind. Right? I agree. You came you to the house possessed. Yeah. You saw ghosts. Yeah. You heard ghosts. Mm-hmm. Kids laughing. But you're still like, meh. <laughs> well, I was just, I think we've asked this already, but um, have you been followed? And how did you know? Um, I, I don't, I'd, I'd say that the following is just from my own military experience. Okay. And I would just say that it's, so for instance, there'd be, once again, you do not have to talk about this. Yeah, no problem. But also the brain is is, really powerful. Yeah, it is. And this is, this is the thing. Um, when I've already talked it over with some people, like, uh, actual professionals, like psychiatrists and psychologists, um, I've already spoken it over with them. There is no such thing as mind reading when it comes to, uh, a person saying, this guy's a bad guy. Mm. This guy, uh, because of the way he is, acts or anything like that, he's a bad guy. And a lot of uh, military and police officers have that gut feeling that they claim, right? Sure. But you have to understand, like, in a psychological point of view, like, you know, I've my degree is not in psychology, but I had to deal a lot with a psychology as well because there's a, I, I have to identify, is this person going to be telling you the truth? Or is this uh, guy actually working for the terrorist groups? Is he actually Al-Qaeda? Is he actually Taliban? Is he actually, you know, is yeah. he actually... And then, then you go over to the narco kings where, you know, countering narcotics where you get to find out is this guy actually being bribed or is his family hostage? So you got to understand his body language. You got to understand. So I had to deal a lot with that. And then to identify is this person lying or is he hiding or is he a victim himself? Yeah. So... I had to do a lot of that, even though I'm not a psychiatrist. But with uh, with a person, you know, you, you get to find out how is this person, you know, really like in in the form of like, is he in your side or not? Okay, so that's that's that. Okay. okay. Now, the the point. What was the point? Have you been followed? Okay, so getting like, followed. So when a person has a gut feeling. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, that person could read that other person's mind and say he's a bad guy. No, it could be something in the past that triggers a subconscious reaction that you automatically don't like the person. Say, for instance, this is pretty bad, but this happens a lot, that a rape victim was raped by a guy that has a beard and mustache, okay? So then later on, she's already biased to have the thought process that a guy with a beard and mustache is automatically a bad guy. Right. You know? And she won't realize that's the cause, but she'll have this gut feeling that he's a bad guy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's where we're very biased to that um, point. So when I say, you know, when a person says, like, is that guy um, – like being followed or mm-hmm. you know uh when we're talking about now uh separating the the supernatural part with the the actual uh science part of it um i would say that if i'm being followed how would i be the one to know if it's real or is it my mind you know mind that's fucking a me. really good point <laughs> you see what i'm saying so that's where i would have to say I'm not the professional psychiatrist. I could tell you that it's actually a ghost following me. I see. Okay, but it's like that movie. I yeah. don't remember what it's called, but maybe you guys do. It follows. 
Which is oh, awesome. Yeah. I don't think it's really that awesome. one. No, no, no. It had to do with a camera where the guy kept feeling like heavy on his shoulders and there was like some girl <gasps> Shutter. on top. Yes. That's the what Korean version though, not the American remake. Yes. I loved the Shutter. Korean version. Like he never knew he was being followed, but there would be pictures taken of him and he would yeah, see yeah. it. A strange yeah. girl. But he and just then... kept feeling like he was like stressed out and maybe it was like weight or whatever. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. Is and there was a reason, it. but we won't give away the spoilers because it's in the movie. But that's a really good, yeah. I would yeah, there agree. was a reason. I'm very much wanting to like, hey, I'll go back and now that I know a lot more now than I did before, like I would definitely like to go back to to the field and start coast investigating again. Because right Let's now I don't work. Do it. I'm technically <laughs> retired. You know, I'm only 40 years old. And good for you. So I, I wouldn't mind doing it. And, like, no disrespect to the other shows out there, but, like, I trust your intel because yeah. you've worked with actual pieces of equipment that are, like, high-tech and the real deal as opposed mm-hmm. to, like, I download this app on my phone and it's going to show me a ghost. <laughs> and you know your shit as far as frequencies and wavelengths. Mm-hmm. Right, which is and... super important because I worked in theater, like I said, and I, I understand sound in terms of, like, for this cue I have to do this, but, like, the mechanics, I have mm-hmm. a vague idea, but it it confuses me. So, like, that's such important knowledge to have to, like, be able to discern which, like, what this – is this real? Is this not? Is this a blip? Right. Unbelievable. To change, I guess, the sub- – not really the subject a whole lot, but do you have kids of your own at Yes, all? I do. Have they expressed, like, since your family history, have they ha- expressed that they've – and it, you don't have to answer if it's uncomfortable right. or whatever, but – have they expressed that they've seen anything or heard anything? Um, first, I started young. <laughs> so, you know, my kids are now 19 and 20. Okay. My uh, daughter, uh, bless her heart, she's uh, she's paralyzed from the waist down. Oh. Aww. And uh, she, was, she was born with the condition. Um, and part of her digestive system is also paralyzed. So... When uh, she has gone to cardiac arrest a few times. Oh, gosh. And so she has mentioned a few things. Uh, it's personal. I'm not going to get too much into it. Sure. Absolutely. Because, you know, that's first of all, my daughter. Yeah. But um, she does strongly believe that there's there's something out there. Um, she, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. She, sometimes she tells me that she remembers something and then like in the afterlife part. Really? But then, uh, you know. Most of the time, she doesn't want to talk about it, you know. So I don't, I don't pry into it that much. Yeah. And then my my son, um, he's more into like, oh, Fortnite doesn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's all he, that's all he cares about right now. So, you know, that's it's it's two different uh, spectrums. Did you ever see any shadow people? Because I know that we we brought that up. I can't remember was just if we kinda, finished that. We didn't really finish it. It was kind of brought up, but we didn't discuss whether or not. You, Michael, Mike, uh, <laughs> Uncle Mikey, okay, has or has not seen shadow figures. You mentioned that you saw somebody at a door in the tower, yeah. um, but but it sounded like, and I, I want to just clarify because I'm confused, and if I'm confused, I feel like listeners would be confused. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like you saw your friend on the other side of the door. It didn't sound like it was a shadow person because I've seen shadow figures yeah. You know, yeah, people here have seen shadow figures. And it was and reported, right, that they right. saw it on the recording that he was standing there. That, yeah. Exactly. That so that so that, that does not necessarily, in my book, qualify as a shadow person because a shadow figure is 
different. What, what the word says, it literally is shadow. Shadow. No, Dark, thank you. So yeah. this faceless. sounds like more like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, so have Messing you, have with you? you? Yeah, exactly. Have you, have you not encountered with a shadow figure? Good question. I, that is on my list. Thank you. Um, when I was in Tombstone, there's a cemetery out there. I think it's called Bootleg. Bootleg Cemetery, I think it's called. Yeah, I know. <laughs> of, of course it is. Everybody died from liver cancer. Sorry. Yeah, it's not funny. Pretty wild. Sorry. It's Can't Wild Wild it. West. But um, yeah, in the in the cemetery itself, I did see a shadow figure just kind of going inside the cemetery. It was daytime too, so that's why I'm mean, like, Whoa. there's there's no there's no uh, reason to see a shadow person right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Without it, but it was daytime. But I didn't really. You know, elaborate so much on it or dwell on it so much because it's okay. It's a shadow person. How do I know if you know if it was just my eyes playing tricks on me and all that stuff? But especially when you walk around uh, the cemetery, you know, it's not there anymore. Then you kind of go, "Oh crap!" You know, something was there. But that's that's the the one time I've really really, really dealt with a shadow person. But that was it. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with? the works of Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, and they kind of were always like, everything's a demon. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot that of ghost hunters. question. Yeah, like okay. how would you define a shadow figure? Yeah, yeah and how do you, because like there are some, par- uh, okay, paranormal investigators who would say, I've heard like, no, ghosts are people who have died. Whereas mm-hmm. others, like the Warrens, were like, everything's a demon. Right. And, and in the research we did on shadow figures for that one episode, yes. it was like, it could be a demon. It could be an alien. It could be astral projection. Yeah. They didn't want to commit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like whatever. So what are your thoughts? Um, I'd say put your bias of religion aside. Done. Yeah. <laughs> like like for everything. Away. For really. everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like um, first off, like if it's a demon or is it an entity, it all depends on what part of the world you're at and what type of belief system you're at. Because we could definitely say like, yeah, it's called a demon, but then if you go to like a, a Scandinavia type of a, a belief system, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of their beliefs also includes a devil in it. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's demonic. It just means that that's part of their life system, yes. you know, and the paganism, let's, say, let's, put, let's, let's just say paganism. Good point. You know, it's, it's it doesn't necessarily mean it's evil. It's just that, you know, we recognize that there's negative thoughts there, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's, a, it's you know, demonic. Yeah. No, paganism is... For the totally. record, it is not evil exactly. at all. Oh, there yeah, is, for sure. The, paganism is not Satanism. Let's right. just get that straight now. <laughs> but they recognize it. You know, but, they, yeah, the Catholic Church or yeah. whatever, some other religions might say different, but they no. It, because they don't understand it. Because mm. they, yes. And also, ironically, they... T- took most of the pagan holidays and made them their own. Yeah, well, Christmas and all that stuff. Ironically. Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> and in pagan religions, a lot of times women have power. Just saying. In Catholicism, yep. we should be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> While pregnant. And getting pregnant at the same time and making dinner. So, okay. So, after all of this conversation, mm-hmm. um, movies always portray everything as scary demons whatever right. Ouija boards you're gonna die whatever I know that Tatiana and Don't I have talked them. like <laughs> we play with tarot cards mm-hmm. like so I, that was kind of my question like do you think those movies like Insidious or even like The Exorcist give ghosts a bad rap so to say, so to speak or you just said don't touch Ouija boards can you ex- explain I think a lot of people would actually would make a horror movie out of a bad ghost as opposed to a good ghost. 
So you won't hear as much of the like the good part of it. You won't hear anything about like you know the non uh, non aggressive type of ghosts. Yeah, you know so, that's not scary. But so like Ouija boards, you said don't touch them. Why not? I wouldn't. Okay, so I have never. My mom never allowed one in my house because she read The Exorcist when she was like fourteen or fifteen, and then saw the movie when it came out, and was like, none of your friends are allowed ever for a sleepover. So it was one time when I was a teenager and I was uh, going to bed and I get a phone call from my friends. Okay. Now this is after I did the whole entire ghost investigation and all that stuff. Right? Okay. And I get a call from my friends and on the phone call, they're, they're, they're saying, Mike, come over here now. And I can hear in the background people crying <gasps> and screaming and, you know, yelling some shit. And they're like, come over here quick. I'm like, what's going on? And it's like, just come over, just come over. And I'm like, you know, all right, what's going on? It's like the, that we fucked around with a Ouija board. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, there's, the, you know, like, well, all of a sudden I become like a pro at this. I'm like, <laughs> they knew who to no. call. <laughs> they knew who to call at that time. You know, so I'm like, I, I drove over there. And uh, at the time it was my girlfriend that was over there. A um, couple of friends, I'd say about like five or six kids over there. And the parents weren't home. Of All course. Right. Parents were home. And then um, they were playing around in the Ouija board in the basement. And I told them, you know, I don't want to fuck around with that stuff. You know, I don't, I don't mess around with that. And they were playing with it. And all of a sudden, one of the guys was getting possessed. And so that was one of the guys that I heard in the background. I thought it was a girl that was screaming. It was actually the guy. And, you know, everyone else was, uh, you know, freaking out about it. So then when I, I started going down the stairs... Yeah, I had a pretty bad vibe about it. You know, it wasn't uh, wasn't cool. But uh, they had their lights on and everything, and uh, I was talking to them. And so they were playing with the Ouija board, um, and Lewis actually started feeling, you know, real bad. He was uh, uncontrollable, and nobody understood what he was talking about. And then he started getting aggressive. So that's where they called it cut from there. And then uh, they said the lights started kind of like dimming a bit and fluctuating and there was like uh it was starting to get a little bit hazy down there but it's 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 one of those things like i could actually tell you a, a spooky story about but this is what they're they're actually happening with them okay so and this is from their point of view so remember i'm, I'm telling you in an objective point of view but this sure. is their point of view and so they said, what would you do and i'm like well i know one trick that you could do is to take a, a mirror and with the mirror you Try to look at all the places, but don't look around the room. You're already cringing. <laughs> don't look around the room with your own eyes. Only look at things that are a reflection in the mirrors, right? So I, I was doing that, and I was wandering around and checking out all the doors, all the all the stuff that, you know, this is, again, I've never used a mirror before. I've never even knew what to do, but this is what I understood that you can do. So I was wandering around, and if you see anything abnormal, like, then you could definitely say that there's uh, something going on, right? So one of the things I, I saw, the guys like right behind me, and while they're right behind me, and I'm looking through the mirrors and all that stuff, but then uh, one of the guys, again, Lewis, um, he was right there, and I see him in the, the mirror, right? But at the same time I'm looking in the mirror, I'm looking at the doorway, and I see him in front of me as opposed through the mirror walking through the the doorway i dismissed it because i thought it was literally him but i saw him through the mirror behind me actually just freaking out and i that freaked me out it wasn't something what i saw in the mirror it was just 
that he was actually in the other side of the room. So that that kind because of because in the mirror he was behind. Yeah, me. in the mirror he was actually behind me. But you could also but he's see in front of everybody. You. Everybody's behind me, and but I saw Lewis beyond the mirror. Of, yeah, beyond the mirror, going through a different hallway, and that was that was the the freaky part. And I'm like, oh shit, this is something like totally <laughs> out of my range. And they're looking at me like, what do we do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you guys started this. You, you know, fix like, it. And, and I told them, you know, you no. Know, bad don't play it <laughs> you know it's just like don't play with this so i went upstairs and i was with my girlfriend and then i started feeling a little weird and we were on uh, the main floor and we were listening to nirvana on the cds word yeah you know, so i was listening to nirvana on the cd and she's sitting right there her name was carrie and she's uh she's like i'm like i got i feel got a weird vibe like as if i'm high you know and i even asked him you know were you guys smoking some weed or something i don't know and so, and then she looked at me and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. It's just, it's got a, 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 a different feeling right now. Like, you know, I'm kind of euphoric, you know? And then she's like, what do you mean? It's like, I feel like the, the CD is going to skip. And it skipped. And I'm like, and again, and it skipped again. And again, and it kept on skipping every single time I said it was going to skip. And she freaked out. She didn't want to kiss me anymore. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, that's a turn off. <laughs> you should have been like, and now I feel like you're going to kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> Word. <laughs> so, so that was that was the freaky part. But we even took the CD and looked at it, and it was not even scratched or anything like that. Well, and like, again, all of this is based, Sharon and I have said multiple times, we are not experts. This is all based on like movies right. and research or whatever. But they do, I've heard that like if the if someone or something is trying to possess you, that's part of the beginning is like the right. enchantment or whatever. Wait, but what happened? How did you fix it? How did you help your friend? And yes, that was going to be my follow up. I didn't. That was the worst part of it. Like I didn't know exactly. I mean, I could definitely investigate and see if like, hey, there's a haunting. But at that time, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's, it's a haunting. Now what? Deuces out of here. I'm 16. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go make out with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Yeah, yeah. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, was, it was the same thing, too. Like, you know, I was there like, um, well, the place is haunted. And they're like, <laughs> you know, state the obvious, you know, that was it. But, um, yeah, that was, that was about as far as I could go with that. Because that, again, is like, that is a real situation. Because what do you do? What happened to your friend? Yeah. Like, you guys were in high school together, right? Did you yeah. see him in class again or school or anything? Or what happened to Did him? it wear off? He, like, yeah. He he kept on, he did act strange for, I would say, about a good solid week. But, you know, we still had to wake up, go to school, still had to do all this, the normal stuff. I mean, you're, you're still, you know, uh, irresponsible teenager, you know, that had to be responsible with stuff. But that might have actually been helpful because that routine might have brought him back into his own Yeah, it puts you back into reality in the physical realm, yeah. So is there a proper way to dispose of a Ouija board? If you're going to get rid of something, now this is what I I say, um, because you have other types of religions or other types of uh, uh, cultural uh, groups that have ways to communicate with the supernatural. We use Ouija boards, which is a kids' game, but right. you know, which just makes it Par- even freakier. Parker Brothers, right? Yeah, by yeah, it's by the Parker Brothers. Um, so the same ones that make Monopoly, Yay. which is hilarious. But I mean, it's been around before. Yeah. Parker Brothers. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. The, yeah. the fact that they marketed it as it's a fun game is kind of messed up. It is kind of messed up, and then um, they 
there's other people that use different types of ways. There's other indigenous uh, uh, people that use rocks, you know, right. and use uh, stones. There's other ones that use wood. Um, uh, what would we, I would say like in Wicca, they use uh, different types of uh, symbols as well, um, whether it's bones or whether it's uh, wood uh, effigies or anything like that. So the one that I do know of is you don't want to burn it. That, I was going to say, that's what everyone does, and it's always like, thanks for unleashing everything. Yeah, I burned it one time. So, <gasps> yeah, what happened? The same Ouija board back in my house. Uh, we had a bonfire in the back, and we just burned it. And what happened? What happened? Um, nothing. But uh, activities did get worse at the Oof. house itself. But, um, yeah, nothing happened during that time. It's not like one of those uh, movie screens that something spontaneously happens. But what I do understand is... You put it in a running river. Mm. Running rivers, though. Like Jumanji? <laughs> Do you know I've never seen that I've, movie? I've never the seen first the movie Or either. the new, the remake, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's... It, the I reason, know. The We're reason, not friends anymore. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why they, they say uh, uh, water is because it, there's spirits that can't pass it, you know, such as like a, uh, Sleepy Hollow. You know, and that's the the headless horseman can't cross a river or something like that. You know, there's a there's a lot of, you know, uh, different stories about you know how to cleanse it. But as far as I know, like water is uh, one of those uh, cleansing mechanisms, like uh, that uh, vampires can't cross over. If you you know, like stories like that. So it just washes away the energy, and you just leave it inside a running river or something like that. Good to know. That's <laughs> a lot safer, too, than a fire, to be fair. But, yes, oh, my gosh. That was one question I really wanted to ask because I was like, what do you do with it now that you have it? All right, and now we are going to do our lightning round, Mindy. All right. All right, we're going to throw some questions at you. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I'll dodge them. And <laughs> do what do, you will. Do what I do, okay. Uh, do you, First question, do you like scary movies? Yes. What's your favorite scary movie? I would have to say the original Exorcist. Why? Because I grew up with it. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, what was the first scary movie you remember seeing? Yeah, it would be Exorcist. It was The Exorcist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, the, the part where the kid's uh, head turns around all the way, you won't forget that. <laughs> especially if you're little. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, throughout the whole entire time when I was a little kid, I'm like, what is she doing with that cross? <gasps> And then now as an adult, I understand. I never saw that. I used, that was a movie that would come on TV and my mom didn't want me to watch it. So I'd right. like put it on. And then if she was coming back in the room, I'd like change the channel really quick. Yeah. So I don't think I ever saw that until I was older. Yeah. So as soon as I figured out, well, you know, after sex ed, and I'm like, oh, that naughty girl. <laughs> also painful, but yes. whatever. Also, do they have cross-shaped Dildos and vibrators? Because no, it was a crucifix. Should... I, I know, but I'm saying, has anyone ever come up with a cross-shaped dildo or vibrator? That Maybe is... you should. Because there's probably a market for that. Oh, you're still going to burn in hell. Uh, oh, <laughs> but you're going to be fucking rich, so yes. good job. All right, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a question that Sharon asks everyone, every famous person we meet usually, and I'm going to ask you as well, What? who's your favorite serial killer? Oh, my goodness. My favorite serial killer would have to be... John Wayne Gacy. Why? Not, not only because he was able to lure people in as being a lovable clown. And, you know, still did clown parties, you know, for like the kids and all that stuff. People forgot about that. Like he got and, work. Yeah. Like, he, he, <laughs> and, and people liked him because he was very neighborly and everything like that. And then, but he still got to, 
you know, kill a bunch of people. Murder 30 boys in his and house. Murder. And so would you consider him to be the more, like, modern it? Um, Ooh. Ooh, that's a hard that's one a because hard that one. book is he and like that Pennywise? story is so... But Pennywise isn't actually a clown. No. It's just well, uh, the vision he, of what the children But it's the same thing, though. If you, in my opinion, it's like the same thing. That you lure people in as a clown, lovable clown, and then... They just tear you up. But he didn't actually lure the boys in no, as a clown. He was like, "Hey, I'm in construct. You know, I'm in construction. Do you want to come work for me? And let's come to my house." But and... it just shows to like you know how yeah, yeah. how the serial killers are that they could just lure people into their environment and then just take total control and tear you apart. Yeah. Um, there was a recent special on him on one of the true crime networks, and uh, some commentator in the commercial was like. Clowns weren't scary before him, and now they're terrifying. No, and I'm like, dude, scary. no. If you look at like photos from like the 20s or earlier, <laughs> clowns have always right. been terrifying. And his clown was terrifying. But I see, thought. that's where I would go. Like the, my second, my second favorite one would okay. be uh, Ted Bundy. But and then the Ted Bundy, he was a natural guy. He would, like people loved him when he was doing his uh, court cases. They knew that he was a cold killer. And yet he was very charming and women liked him and all that so stuff. so many opinions on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially like after they did the, the Netflix uh, series about him. Oh, it's the, like, yeah. it's, 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 uh, you know, that's, that's another thing that they did just lure you into their environment. Whereas John Wayne Gacy, like he could actually put on a mask and cover up everything. But I also feel like he's getting out of play recently. And I feel like he, he, he was mostly just, he did what he did because he was, he felt like, you know, he had a big ego and he should have been high class and whatever. And I'm kind of like, screw you, buddy. You're mediocre. You're not actually that good looking. Deal with it. Mm. But that's most serial killers. That's why they kill. Is I know. But they're, he was an arrogant son of a bitch. So yep, he can eat it. They achieve mediocrity. They think they're bigger than what they are. Or deserve. They have yeah. personality disorders. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last question. We're going to get off okay. of the serial killer thing. Final question. What do you think happens after we die to us? All right. Well, our body goes back to the flora and fonda of the world, which is the same thing that gave me, you know, substance to eat and drink everything. So it's a big circle of life. That being said, Mm -hmm. um, there's a a lot of energy. Um, uh, I could definitely say like electrical energy. I will definitely say that we're a vessel. Now, wherever you choose to go after you die, that's on you, buddy. I mean, it, it okay, so fear is the same as love, is the same as hate. And what I mean by that is they're all based off of physical, chemical reactions inside mm-hmm. your body. So the question goes, if that's a physical, chemical reaction, does that exist after you die? And... My answer to that is no, uh, it does not. Okay. Um, because if you feel pain, it's a nerve ending that's being flared up. You see okay. What I'm saying? I see where you, yeah. But then when you're dead, you don't have that nerve ending anymore. A lot of my belief is since I do not have those physical anomalies of having a flesh and bone existing anymore. Why would I stick around? Right. Unless you have unfinished business. Yeah. Can I just add on to that? Okay. I think that makes a lot of sense 
what you said, mainly because of um, it comes back around to what my mother had said when she was here, where spirits want to possess other people. Why? Because they want to feel alive again. Like Insidious. Right. For a crass reference. Yeah, and that's 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 the way I say it, because the, the sensation of taste yes. wouldn't exist. You know, the sensation of breathing air wouldn't exist anymore. You know, and enjoying roses and stuff like that in that aspect. Um, holding hands, you know, kissing, being uh, in love again. That's that's just a, a sense of euphoria back to that again, that you just feel and you love that feeling. It could be an addiction. It'll pump up all the serotonins inside your body as making you feel great. But being dead, you don't have that feeling. Yeah, yeah so being dead would be boring. Do you think, though, that, <laughs> like, you... I mean, I feel like I would still have a... Do you think that after you pass on the energy that whatever it is that moves away from your body at least has a memory or sense of like family or whatnot because I have friends who's who've claimed that like loved ones have come back to help them in times of trouble or whatever and I I, what you're saying makes complete sense but I'm also wondering if you know you you do remember the life you lived and the people you loved and want to do well by them or or the opposite I would say um yes because that's why we still have those spirits wanting to come back, you know, wanting to experience that. It's just mostly that you you are comfortable with what you already know. Mm. We're human beings of habit, you know. We we love what we're comfortable with, you know, the daily routine. That's why you you have uh, residual uh, ghost experiences because they it was something that they did all the time as a habit, um, whether it is drinking a cup of coffee and then all of a sudden you got a Spooky cafe going on, you know. If you got, uh, you know, people that like to play poker, you know, that's a, it's a, a normal habitual thing that we do as a human being. And then you got the intelligent ones that, hey, you know, I I understand I'm dead or I'm not dead. I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to accept my current state. I like uh, to interact that type of thing, which is the intelligent type of uh, of haunting and. That is uh, something where I could say that you could interact with that type of ghost. Uh, if you want to call it a ghost or if you want to talk about any type of like energy that you want to say. You, you, you have to remember, like, like for me, and two, two things. I'm very objective about it because I had to present a lot of physical evidence to people that have to determine if this uh, high-value target has to be killed or not. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to be objective by it. And then... The second is that I've already crossed uh, around death about more than six times already. and We so, have not talked about that, and if you would like to elaborate or not. <laughs> it's okay. But like I said, I got blown up twice. You know, I've, uh, I've got blown up twice. I'm what's cons- what we call an unholy man because I got no holes in me. You know, I got, <laughs> I I got no bullets. I got no shrapnel. I got nothing in me. But um, And after I got blown up those uh, uh, and other other things that had happened to me um i would definitely say that i've your your point of view of life changes uh drastically um then you start realizing what's more important yeah is it uh is it how many likes you have on facebook right or is it you know your your loved ones are next to you 
and Facebook. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you see what I'm <laughs> they just recently took the number of likes off of Instagram. Yes, and I, I think it's I think it's for that very reason. Mm-hmm. That's a good it's thing because who cares about how many fucking likes you get? If I could sit down and drink a beer with you, then you're my friend. Yeah. Right. Aww. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're a buddy. You know? Yeah. Well, right now you guys are acquaintances. But I'm saying, like, you know, but, you know, but, but the more you do it. by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah you, you have three more beers to finish. Uh, <laughs> we'll, I'm going to have we'll a lot buddies. of friends then. So, <laughs> but, like, my best friends, um, sure. they're still on the the other side of life in the intelligence world. Okay? Yeah. And so they are, I can't get much into, into detail of how their life is. Of course. Okay. But every time that they call me up, either they ask me a question that I could guide them through or, you know, just only to say hi or anything like that. They're still my best friends. We still pick up when we left off. And then we won't hear each other for about a year or something like that. Sure. That's a friend, you know. Yeah, that's exactly how you know when someone's your best friend. I have a friend. um, She was also – she's former military. And she uh, met her now husband Mm -hmm. when she was in Iraq and – went from leaving Chicago to go to Iraq to moving directly to California. And she's been there for like 11 or 12 years now. Yeah. Yeah. And we see each other maybe like once a year, but like every time we talk, it's like, like nothing's ever changed. Like it's just like you pick up where you left off. That's how you know it's your friend. At the same time, like I only know her through Sharon and Mm -hmm. she acts like that with me too. Like that I think is a good indication. Like, yeah. And she is, <laughs> I'm going to say she's a very judgmental bitch. <laughs> I love her. And she'd be laughing right now if she hears this. But Those are the best friends they have. She really is. Like she judges. She's more quality of friendship over yes. quantity. So like if she likes you, she likes you and she mm-hmm. sees that you're a good fucking person. Yeah. So I, yeah. I have to say those, those are the, the type. People. Those are the best type of friends you want yes. to have because if you have a superficial friend, then that's not cool. For sure. Like um, if there's a friend that only likes that you're fun, have parties, mm. um, just only are, is not negative or does not have any drama or anything like that, that's not a true friend because a friend loves you unconditionally, both the good parts of you and the bad parts of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because if you only like the good parts of a person, then that's only halfway. Of love. Of course. For sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Oh, my gosh. This was an amazing conversation. And um, it led to so many more conversations. And ideas. And, and ideas and thoughts and um, that I, I thought we would even get into because we had no idea about your military background before mm-hmm. you came here. And I think it was eye-opening and fascinating. And I hope our listeners uh, agree. But... Yeah, thank you so much. Yes. And if if anybody out there is listening and like might have a question or do you still get contacted from people or do you have any way that if anyone would be like you could maybe help me, is that something you're willing to do or Yeah, if they if they say if they have questions for me or if they have to want me to join them in an investigation or any of the abandoned homes that I got available that, you know, they want to investigate or something like that. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, through you guys to contact me. I that'd mean, be that's, great. Sure. That'd be, I would definitely not, you know, turn it down. So email us at whores talk at gmail.com. 
And that's just, weird that you would want randos contacting you personally. No, no, contacting you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 no, I know. I was joking. <laughs> and just put in the subject line. Um, for Mike. Qu- yeah, question for Mike. Yeah. yeah, no problem. I mean, Yeah, we'd be happy to pass that along. Yeah, yeah I'd, for I'd, sure. I'd be more than willing to, to help out. I mean, it's whether it's like a technical question, because uh, like I said, like uh, a lot of the, the ghost things can be easily explained by electromagnetic wave radiation problems or any of those type of things. Like it's 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 pretty simple. But, you know, if you want to get to broaden the, the spectrum of how to uh, record them or something like that, you know, there's a lot more. Because if you're seeing, if you're recording in an area where it's just very small amount of recording capabilities like a like an app on your phone right. or something like that that ain't gonna work but yeah. you know it'll work at a, only a small degree yeah but if you were to broaden the horizon a bit more you get so much more awesome well thanks again and thank you tatiana as well for joining us yet another and i'm sure we'll have you on again <laughs> yeah and i'll come back again if you guys ever yeah. oh my Fuck god yeah. we would yeah, welcome I'm you sure. back anytime yes I'm, I'm available all the time so that's fine Hey, well, we got booze and we got That's why I'm available. (laughs) And also, once again, we just want to thank everyone who listens to us and supports us. And please go on whatever platform you listen to us on and take the time to rate and review us. We would really, really appreciate that. And as always, thanks Thanks for for getting getting creepy creepy with us. Sharon, do you want a beer? Uh, oh my god.